Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. In today's episode, we're going to discuss when it's okay to quit and give yourself permission to move on. Let's hop into it. I'm sure somewhere along the line, you've heard the inspirational quote by Vince Lombardi, winners never quit and quitters never win. And while I think that this little piece of wisdom from Vince Lombardi has its place in the world, it doesn't apply to everything all of the time. And so today I wanted to talk about that. I see so many people whose souls are literally shriveling up and dying because they think they have to do the thing that they've been doing over and over for a hundred years. And it doesn't bring them any joy and it doesn't spark their life. And I've been there. So I like to talk about this idea of quitting, because I think that we stay stuck in a place that isn't right for us. And it kills our spirit. And all of a sudden, all of our rest of our life starts to fall apart. And if we only knew that one thing, that one pin we could pull so that everything could take off again, then we would do it. But we get ourselves so trapped and all of the things start going bad because we felt like we couldn't quit the thing. Now, it might be your job. It might be your marriage. It might be a friendship. It might be a business. It might be a hobby. could be any number of things. Maybe it's a volunteer position. But you're not allowing yourself to quit because you have vows and rules and opinions and other voices of other people in your head that are keeping you there. That's not always the best idea. So I wanted to talk about three important considerations for you to have and to work through before you quit. So the first thing to consider is your exit point. Now, ideally, this is done before you even start. So when you start something, there's always going to be a hard part. There's a hard part to everything. All the excitement of starting wears off and all of a sudden you get into the weeds of whatever it is that you're doing and things get hard. That is not the time to quit. So if you give yourself an exit, if you predetermine where you will quit and when it's okay to quit, then it keeps you pushing through the weeds and the hard part. Because often once we get through the weeds into the other side, we like something a whole lot more than we did before. Now, this could look like a time limit. So you're going to give something a substantial amount of time because you have to make sure that you get through the weeds. So it might be, it'll depend on the project and it'll depend what it is. But maybe it's a volunteer position and you say, I'm going to do it for one year and then I'm going to reassess. Or maybe it's a friendship a new friendship with a person that you wouldn't normally hang out with or that seems a little bit different than what you're used to. And you want to give that a time limit of two years just to see what, where it goes or what it takes. It could be a new career or some sort of new vocation that you want to take on. And maybe you give yourself 10 years for that. Whatever the case, you have predetermined it. It's almost like a rental contract. It's it's a amount of time where you're going to commit to the thing, but it's not forever. 
you can get through almost anything that's hard if you know when you're going to be able to walk away. And often when the walk away time comes, you're not quite ready because you've got through the hard parts. That's what happened with my daily blog. When I started writing my daily blog, I said, okay, I'm going to commit to writing every single day for two years, no matter what, and see what happens. And when the two-year mark came along, I thought, oh man, I'm not quite ready to be done yet. I really enjoyed the writing. It was cathartic for me and I enjoyed the connections it was with the people it was making with the people and it en- I really enjoyed the space that it gave me to show up as me. And I kept blogging for another two and a half years after the two-year mark. So I blogged for four and a half years in total before I finally quit. And I never really quit with the intention of quitting for forever, but I quit in order to change paths and change gears and to start the podcast and to be able to uh, make more content in a new and different way that would stretch me. So that's the first thing is when you're trying something new at the beginning, give yourself an exit, give yourself the out before you ever start. And then that way you can leave quite gracefully. Now, if you're in a really long-term commitment and you have made a commitment to do this thing for the rest of your life, like a marriage, how can you quit gracefully under those circumstances? So our second consideration deals with more long-term things and how to assess the situation. So what you want to consider is, is this something that is a dead end for you? Is there no more growth? Is there nowhere to go? Is there no further advancement for you in this space? Humans are hardwired for growth and progress, and that will steal your soul and rob your happiness, just feeling like you're in a dead-end situation with nowhere to move. Is it truly a dead-end situation? Have you tried everything and nothing worked? Uh, Another consideration is, is it a risk to your health or your life? So is it dangerous where you're at? Is it sucked your soul so dry that it's starting to affect your health? Are you, is your health deteriorating from the stress? All of those things are something to be taken into consideration. And the final thing in this, the final consideration in this consideration is, are you set up to fail with nothing you can do about it? So we need small wins in order to build our confidence. And a small win doesn't have to be major. It just has to be something small that makes you feel like you're moving forward and making progress and that things are happening. So are you set up to win or are you set up to fail? If you're set up to fail and it's out of your hands, somebody else is in control of that dynamic, then maybe it's a good idea to think about quitting at that point. Now, the third thing to consider is how this loss or quitting is going to affect you moving forward. So as humans, our greatest fears are loss less never. And I got that from Tony Robbins, but I was already on the path of of understanding that all of my fears at the time were coming from losing something when I heard Tony Robbins say it, and he just expanded it and made it make more sense. And I love the loss less never. So are you, what are you going to lose? What are you going to have less of? And what do you feel like you will never have again because of this thing? And it's important to work through that because sometimes you're not quitting or you're not leaving because these fears of loss less never are driving 
your choice and you're not making a true rational decision about what's best for you. So in this circumstance, it's important to understand that nothing truly, truly ever ends. Once you've made a connection with something or with someone or you're involved in some way, shape or form, that energy stays alive. It can transform and it can look different, but it stays alive. So for instance, when I quit writing my blog, the energy stayed alive and I've now turned it into this podcast and to other content and workshops and courses and teaching in a totally different way. So I, when I opened up that channel and then I stuck with it, then it transformed, but it never truly ever ended. And that's just a matter of the way energy works and the way that humans are wired. It never goes away. So even when you're quitting a job, there's parts of that job, things that you learned at that job, they will stay with you as you move into a new job and transform things from an old relationship that stays with you and comes into the new relationship. So nothing ever truly ends. It just changes shape. And that will really help you if you're struggling with the fear of loss less never as you decide whether or not you want to end this commitment or this quit this thing that you're moving on with. So those are the three considerations. The first one is to consider giving yourself an exit. Ideally, that happens before you even start. But if you're already in it, give yourself an exit that is not in the weeds. You do not want to quit in the weeds because that's where it's predictable for everybody to quit because that's when it's hard and you can't make a good decision when you're in the weeds and it's hard. So choose an exit to give yourself an out. Ideally at the beginning, but at any time you can choose your exit. And then the second thing to consider is if you're already in a long-term commitment and how you decide whether it's time to quit or not. And that's by deciding whether where you're at is a dead end, if it's a risk to your health or your life, and if you're set up to fail or if there is no winning. And then the third consideration is understanding loss less never and that nothing truly ever ends it just changes shape and the final thought that I want to leave you with is if you make a 10-year plan and you are playing the long game it helps you to stick through all the little bumps in the road so that you're not always quitting too early and you're making decisions based on 10 years from now and understanding that you can't predict in your wildest dreams what can happen in 10 years so you can plan for anything in the 10 years and it, your limitations don't matter what who you are right now isn't relevant Make that plan for 10 years from now to help you see past the short-term obstacles and to see past the weeds into a direction that you want to head. And then play that long game. Make all of your choices based on that long game. And it makes all of these three considerations a lot easier. So what would yourself in 10 years from now, what choice would yourself have wanted to make? And while you're doing that, making that 10-year plan, line up with that little voice inside of you. What does it want? What does it need? Where does it bring the most joy into your life? Lining up with that little voice that tells you, that's talking to you, the one you can never escape, that's the voice that's going to 
tell you when things are going wrong, tell you when you're on the wrong track. So it will also tell you when you're on the right track and when you're moving in a direction to something that really matters to you. So make sure that in your 10-year plan, you're considering that little voice, the one that's coming from your heart or your gut, the little voice inside that will direct you and guide you to your best life. All right, guys, that's everything that I have today. I just want to let you know that I appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to listen and connect. And I'll be back soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.